1: The following is a
0: presentation
2: of AOW Productions.
0: This program contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this program do not necessarily stay to reflect those of this station or its management. Introducing... Chris
3: Master, the
4: Bulldog, Scott Rumsey, and Bad Billy. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Outlaw Radio.
5: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Outlaw Radio for the 7th of October, 2017. I'm your host, Bad Billy. Damn near Halloween already, October, can you fucking believe it? I'd like to welcome the Bulldog. What's going on?
2: I'm good, mate. How are you?
5: Hey, doing well, doing well. And by uh, the way, it's good to have something back, even though, as you know, Chris is going to be late, but uh, he'll join us in the show later. But I got something back that uh, was uh, part of the uh, original roots of Outlaw Radio.
2: Very cool. And what would that be?
5: The soundboard.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Something tells me we're going to have some fun with that one.
5: Oh, I plan on it. I plan on it. We had a lot of fun with it before. It's been very very much missed on the show and uh, thank god we got a way to get it back. Oh yeah. Yes. So, we got a great interview coming up for you. You remember listening to Outlaw Radio 2 years ago uh when we uh one of our first ch- few shows on Sky 106 when we were there. We interviewed psychosis out of Ohio. This is a pre-recorded interview, but it's a damn good one that uh Bulldog and I had conducted uh, Sometime last week
2: Yep, it was a good interview uh, They're a good bunch of guys
5: Yes, yes So, anyway, we gotta get this show started And we're gonna kick it off With Tragic Visions This is Psychosis We'll be back after this
4: And we go a little Something like this Hit it (laughs)
3: And now, from a rented basement, because Bad Billy's mom threw him out, it's Outlaw Radio. After sugar hangovers from other liquors With Cold Cock's blend of herbs Including green tea, hibiscus, ginger Eucalyptus and more You'll be in herbal heaven Cold Cock Whiskey Available at spirit stores and distributors America wide Find one near you at coldcockwhiskey.com Follow Cold Cock Whiskey on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram Celebrate those special moments with friends Raise your glass Take your shot You must be 21 or older to drink Cold Cock Whiskey Please drink responsibly Because there are some people out there who need practical advice. And yes, I'm talking about you. Wisdom beyond value from the desk of Mr. Holland. If you get fired from a job at the Department of Unemployment, you still have to show up again the next day.
4: Mr. Holland, Mr. Holland, over here, over
3: here. Ma'am, ma'am, please keep it in your pants. SKS Entertainment and Visionary Productions presents the 7th Annual Halloween Bash. Starring Psychosis. Now, you're
4: like that. <laughs> now, you're like that. Now, you're like that. Strange. Shot <laughs> on the crankbell. Shot on the crankbell. Canopian Foods. Today, October 14th, in Manor, Ohio, to Music Linux. Tickets $13, $15 at the door. All ages, doors open at 2 p.m. Come dressed to impress and impress the team.
3: If you love country music, (laughs) Play country. Oh, there's lots of it and more on Cranked, Cranked Up country, country with Curtis McKinney and Brad Hemington. You may remember them from Cranked Up Live. Cranked Up Country is three hours of the best country music on the planet combined with real personalities and fun. Listen for the Cranked Up Country hit picks and artist picks. Call Brad and Curtis with your song requests. And hey, you may even expand your vocabulary. airhead. Bird brain, Bonehead shouterhead, <laughs> clodhopper, <laughs> clodhopper. <quad> Seriously? <laughs> Visit Cranked Up Country on the web at CrankedUpCountryRadio.com Like Cranked Up Country on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Cranked Radio Follow Cranked Up Country on Twitter at Cranked Up Live Cranked, Cranked Up, up country. country on this fine station Hey, I'm Nick you're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we say what the fuckity fuck we want. No exceptions.
5: All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard Tragic Visions by Psychosis. And with that said, I want to welcome Damon Hunter back to the show, along with their new lead singer, Chris. What's going on, guys?
6: What to do? Hi, guys.
5: <laughs> All right, good to have you back. It's been, what? 2 years since you were last on the show. A lot has changed for this show since then, and a lot has changed for you guys as well too. I mean, uh, you just recently put out uh, Drowning in Silence about maybe 6 months yep. ago roughly. And uh,
6: April.
5: Yeah, going
6: seventh.
5: Yeah. Yep, going uh, going through some changes with the band over the past uh, what what would you say, a year or two or so?
6: uh, it uh a year. definitely it's <laughs>
5: been a year yeah all right well since it's been a while i i guess i'll have to uh ask this once again for those that aren't familiar with psychosis uh, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about the band
7: psychosis has been established since 2011 currently have about three albums out um ghost of a killer Act of Vengeance, and the most recent, which uh, is all me on vocals other than uh, Justin and Tommy on a couple of parts of different songs that we uh, all do together, uh, and it's entitled Drowning in Silence. Um, We've undergone some mask changes. We've undergone some uniform changes. There was a period in time where the band used to wear uh, grease paint. We're out of that phase. We're approaching quickly now um, our seventh annual Halloween show, which will be October 14th 2017 at the brand new Music Links venue in Men uh, <clears throat> around On The Lake, Ohio. We have a zombie walk going on. Um, makeup's going to start around 11 o'clock. Music starts around 2 o'clock. There are nine amazing fucking, or uh, frickin', sorry, I don't know how to no, no, say No, no, you I'm can't. On. You
5: can. This is uncensored.
7: Oh, it's uncensored? It's well, uncensored. Un- fuck, 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 fuck. As Cotton would say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I. Yeah. Makeup starts at uh, makeup starts around eleven thirty. The actual walk will be at probably about five or six. Uh, bands will start at two. There will be two different sets of bands. We have a good set of bands for the first half of the show, more toward like why people are getting makeup done for the zombie walk and whatnot. Those of you who are not familiar with what a zombie walk is, um, it is a charity event that goes to usually the local uh, food bank around town. Well, see, uh, my company that I work for. Uh, we're called Visionary Productions. We do things a little bit differently. Uh, we donate to not only humans, but also animals. So We will be donating to the local uh, food bank closer to Menor Cleveland, greater area, and also to the local APL. So uh, in order to get into that, you need your psychosis ticket plus $5 and uh, either two cans of uh, human food or pet food um and it's gonna be a hell of a show we have uh five themed flyers for this event um all horror because uh we're we're all horror fanatics we, we we're die hard nerds at heart, one way or another um the show itself i can't give too much away other than you have to be there to experience this this will showcase every band not just psychosis but if you want to know more about psychosis, check out psychosismetal.com. Check out psychosis on YouTube. Check out psychosis uh, official on Facebook. Like I said, been around since 2011. Yes, we're a mask-themed band, um, but we're all about the show. We're all about our fans, and that's what separates us from the rest.
6: And also, our spelling and also our spelling is spelled wrong on purpose. For those of you that doesn't know our band, it's what uh, excuse me, it's
7: S Y K O S I S. Boom. It's not with the P.
4: You know, it's
7: not like the movie Psycho.
4: There you go. So
7: like we're we're retarded and we spelled it wrong on purpose or something like that. It works. But no, we're not the only band that spells our name wrong. Trust me. And it, the, the funny thing about that is, since you mentioned that Damon, is uh, a good majority of the bands, especially around here in Cleveland, the, uh, the the ones that are actually doing something that are local, that are trying to step out of uh, the normal boundaries. All our fucking names are spelled wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, of course,
5: I've had Mike Borsini on the show in the past. And, uh, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, my, uh... yeah. <laughs> Conniption fitting. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, right here on Outlaw Radio, we had Artifice on the show. And as uh, they had, they purposely spelled uh, the name of their band a different way just so they won't get any more cease and desist letters, too. <laughs>
7: Hey, if that's what it comes down to sometimes, man, that's what you got to do, right?
5: Damn right. Right. (laughs) All right. So the the song we just heard, Tragic Visions, why don't you tell us a little
6: bit about that?
7: Uh, Tragic Visions kind of speaks for itself, man. Uh, The the title says it all. It's uh, basically, if you listen to the lyrics, it goes along the lines of, she looked me in my eyes, said I don't want to die, there's not enough time, um i wish she was still alive uh i don't want to get too personal into things because not at my disclosure to discuss but one of the things that i get from that song is uh actually after i after the uh tommy and i um and the rest of the band wrote the song um earlier this year i uh pretty much watched my grandmother pass away. So when I think of tragic visions, that's immediately what I think of because I've never seen anything like it in my life. And I don't care to ever see anything like it again in my life because it's just somebody you know pretty much withering away to nothing. Yeah. Um, tragic visions could also speak upon um, you know, things uh, going wrong in somebody's life or just uh, being witness to a tragic um, occurrence of events is the best way that I could put it. That would uh, that that would sum tragic visions up in a nutshell.
5: And now, Chris, I, I want to ask you. Um, you know, you're you're coming into the band after they have been around for a few years, and obviously, you guys are focused on the new stuff you've done with uh, Drowning in Silence. But uh, for for you personally, do you find it all also as a priority to learn the old songs and and uh, if uh, some keys are Notes are tough for for you to sing. Do you, is it important for you to find a way to make that work for yourself?
7: Uh, it absolutely is important for me to find a way to make make it work for myself. And if I can't make it work by myself, then I'm going to use my team, man. I'm going to I'm going to rely on Tommy and Justin and myself to find a way to uh, to to make the to make the notes sound good, to make everything uh, work out the best we can. As far as the older songs go, um, there's a lot of the older songs that I do love and I enjoy playing. Um, I couldn't stand them after about the first six, seven months. I was just like, all right, dude, let's what I'm do. Sitting there like, all right, we we got this news. Because when I came into the band, man, like it, it was just like a breath of fresh air for everyone, including myself. Um, we've all been through many bands, different changes, different people, um, different time zones, different eras, different, uh, different genres, different ages, different... Um, different everything. And uh, like I said, when I came into the band, we were we were immediately writing as I was learning the old stuff. Um, I was a little bit familiar with the band because I'm friends with the guys. I've known a couple of them for a while. Me and uh, Dan and Ball, actually, the uh, bassist, used to be in a band a long time together. Um, and uh, so that kind of rekindled the flame. And it was uh, just weird how things have a, a way of working themselves out even, what, at least seven, ten Ten something like that. Years later, something like that. Um, but as I don't know. That's uh... as far as learning the material goes. Uh, yeah, you're damn right. I had to learn all of it. How the hell do you think I got the job? I didn't like just because I'm confident in what I do and I, I wanted the position. After you know, this was the the um the first two times or three times i was you know offered the position and at my point in life where i was at i had a good job i had things going on to where i wasn't able to tour uh i wasn't able to dedicate nearly as much time i couldn't you know um learn the material i was already in three bands at the time as it was and that was just to keep me going because i absolutely love music and writing with different people and seeing what you know uh each of us can come up with individually and as a group so when I came into psychosis, I told him flat out, uh, I had heard Sean quit and he's a good friend of mine. Um, you know, there was never any hard feelings or anything like that. <laughs> and the same goes for Ted because I never had an issue with Teddy either. Um, this is just new time, new day, new era, new band, new psychosis, uh, same, same psychosis with, uh, a new, a new outlook and, um, more, a lot more potential because we we really just bring everything that we can to the table. So when I came into this band, I told them flat out it was like, look, I still want to try out. And that's exactly what I did. And I had to learn some of the songs and some of the songs were uh a little bit obnoxious to try and learn in the short I think I had like maybe 2 or 3 weeks to learn a full uh 30 to uh, 45 minute, maybe an hour set, depending on where we were playing. But the first show was going to be that I knew was Cat of Wisconsin opening for Slipknot. No matter what stage we're on, um, all the other bands were playing, all the remains, Five Finger Death Punch. Uh, uh, as I Lay Dying? No. Trivium? Something like, I don't know. There's um, so many bands. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many bands. It's insane. But I, knowing that our first show was going to be with Slipknot um i knew i had to bring my a game so i knew that i had to get these songs down and i couldn't half-ass it i couldn't fake it i had to get them down for what they were and then as we moved forward we started focusing more on yeah let's get a damn damn album out let's get a new look let's get a new persona and let's never stop evolving
6: right on right bulldog that brings us
2: to another oh i'm sorry go ahead So, musically and lyrically, who are your influences and why?
4: Ooh,
6: ooh,
2: ooh, ooh. Well, uh, Damon, you want to go first?
6: I don't write lyrics.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I think that question was meant for you. Oh, well, I didn't know. Well, he said musically and <laughs> lyrically, sir. So, just saying. <laughs> no, I don't I, know. I don't, I, don't. I, probably... I think you actually probably could write some lyrics, man. I, I would like to start seeing all of us write more lyrics. That's definitely one thing with the new album. I well,
6: I've, I've actually I've, I've done some of that, those lyrics of my own choosing on uh, my timeline as well with you guys, and right. uh, that's probably as far as they go, you know? So.
7: Well, you never know, man. Uh, I don't see a reason why we probably won't have some of your stuff. Uh, and maybe more you know something that hits closer to home for you musically and lyrically uh on the new album that's for sure, not skipping ahead and right. uh, moving past questions. this is just you know uh we we got so much going on there's a lot to talk about, but uh musically and lyrically um through ensemble why, why the fuck not.
4: <laughs> uh,
7: Jim Morrison because he's freaking Lizard King, he's an amazing writer, and he pushed the envelope unlike any other lyric uh, lyricist. Is that the right word I'm looking for? Um, lyricist as, as well Lyrist. as artist as well as a poet. Um, so definitely those are definitely my top two. Uh, another one, obviously, uh, Chad Gray. Mudvayne, hell yeah things like Fuck that yeah. and reason uh because I think it's to bust his head open with a microphone and continue a set and just uh, j- just ape shit the whole entire time But uh, you you have my respect if you can control a crowd if you can uh have that audience feel like they are in that moment with you you have my respect i mean the the list goes endless uh, uh Chester from Linkin Park uh Chris Cornell um
3: Rest
7: there in peace. Yeah, Ozzy, Ozzy. Yeah. Allison Chains, Ozzy. Uh, I mean, I I could sit here and go on for for Donovan Davis. Most people wouldn't even think of it. Bone Thugs and Harmony is actually huge on me. Why? Because they're one of the few rap groups that even still to this day, like if you listen to their song, they somewhat sell metal with like the keys and the synthesizers they add to their to their tracks and to their beats. Um, and their harmonies, their music, their melodies, their flows, just everything. It's just, it's nothing like any other kind of rap that is out today and it is yet to be duplicated. Um, So th- so those are just a few to name. Uh, I mean, like I said, the list definitely goes on. <laughs> <laughs> Tupac. The, the theatrics are just insane and incredible. And, you know, uh, regardless of recent events that have happened, especially old school mushroom, ride, is definitely a huge influence on me. Because their their stage shows and just the, the the way that they did something completely different, unlike anybody else, and nobody can take that away from them. And that's a huge influence on me. And the same goes with Slipknot and many other mass bands. Mr. Bungle uh KISS is huge on me. Um Gene Simmons is why, you know, Paul Stanley, um Rush I, I, I like I said I could sit here and go on for days and hours on end about who some of my favorite uh, inspirational artists are: Seven Dust, Whitechapel, Winds of Plague. This this could happen like all night. I could talk to you for <laughs> a long time. So, but those are just a few to name. That's awesome.
5: Right on, right on. One thing I just have to ask is. Uh, you're you're up on that stage and you you guys have played for some decent crowds, uh you've even played uh outdoor venues uh in the summertime overall when you when you're up on stage wearing those masks as cool as they look that has to has to get annoying sometimes and uncomfortable if I'm not mistaken.
6: Uh, wear those masks. Let me put it to you this way: You ever felt like what a boiled egg would feel like <laughs> inside boiling water? That that's what yeah, that's what you need to do. Just put on one of those masks and be able to form without even taking those things off.
5: Oh man, I I couldn't do it. My <laughs> you got mad props. Oh
7: shit! <laughs> <laughs> I purposely had to get my mask custom so that when my ears were out. And it was, uh, a, a comfortable fit to where it was pretty much almost a full head, but it doesn't actually cover up your ears. And, um, I had to adjust some things with the mouth, especially with the nose. Cause it sounds like I'm talking like this half the time and it pushes down <laughs> on me while I'm trying to sing. And then I'm like complete shit. So, uh, th- that was one of the hardest things for me adjusting, um, to wearing a mask and performing on stage, like it's as cool as it is, as fun as it is, as different as it is, and as much as you get into that character compared to who you normally are, even though it's a part of yourself, it it definitely takes its toll. It's uh, it it gets really hot, um, and then the the sweat kicks in. So then your mask, because it's not a exact full uh, fit to your structure of your face like a hundred percent, um, <laughs> it, it starts. Yeah. God
6: forbid if you can't see out of the damn thing, because well, let's put it this way. My second, my second live show with psychosis was our Halloween show. I think it was the fifth annual and, um, we were standing on these stands, these high risers, if you will. And if I took more than two steps to the left or right i would be falling about maybe six foot into the ground. Well, I'm doing my pacing like I usually do, and I completely forgot about the fact that I was on a high riser and couldn't see where I was uh, walking. Uh, Let's put it this way, I just fell flat on my ass under somebody's gear. (laughs) In front of God, everybody.
7: <laughs> yeah, well it comes down too, especially especially being a vocalist where the mask, man, and like even though like I have like most of it cut out to where I can breathe pretty damn well. And I purposely did that, you know, just cover it up with the the black or the blood underneath and it does the same thing even though it sweats off by third song. It's it's the effort that counts, right? Um but it, it really comes down, you know, it, even even the way you hold the microphone because in that mask while you're trying to sing, our muscles are going to up like this, so you have to hold it a certain way to get that right tone, that right pitch, so it doesn't squeal, it doesn't feed back. Uh, on top of that, it's sliding down your nose, and to, you know, it's making you sound all nasally. Um, and, and if it's a, a faster-paced song like Spineless or something like that, good God, man, it's just, it's a pain in the ass. But I love it, I love what we do, and uh, it's still a blast nonetheless, and the fans eat the masks up, and they enjoy them, and there's some people that even, you know, orders uh, a few custom ones, and they help us get to the next show, the next tour, um, put the next mm-hmm. CD out, get the next demo out, and we can't thank them enough for that. Mm-hmm. So, Speaking of
6: uh, new stuff, Chris, you want to tell them about uh, what's going on, what else is going on October 14th, uh, new stuff-wise?
7: Depends yeah. what you mean.
6: Yeah. What what's
5: going on? Now 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 I gotta know.
7: <laughs> All right.
6: October uh, fourteenth is not only a BQ Halloween show, we got some new stuff coming for you. We got uh, we got another new look, new mask, um a couple a couple new songs not ever heard. And then yeah. And also while we're on the subject, uh, the day prior we have a show uh, for charity. It's a suicide awareness for veterans. All proceeds go to Vet 22. Uh, we can find that information on online as well. psychosis.metal.com. If com. You want to come and join us for the cause? And yeah, then we'll the also yellow. after the and then also on the thirteenth we are, are playing with another big name, Tech Nine. Nice. November fourth.
7: Cut you off right there. Okay. (laughs) Okay. We were scheduled to play with Tech Nine. As of right now, Tech Nine is canceled, and either A being moved to after Thanksgiving, or B, it's going to be moved to uh, somewhere I can't discuss right this second.
6: Ah, I see.
7: Right now Tech9 is canceled. As much as that would be huge to announce, I can't give people false hopes. So anyone that's ordered tickets from us, um we'll go ahead and send you a reimbursement unless within this week we get confirmation of the new venue, then your ticket purchase will just go to uh either the new venue or the new date for that show. Uh but it's going to be uh it's supposed to be a Tech9 uh after Halloween Halloween party. So that'll be pretty cool. Um, as far as the uh, Save 22 AOW uh, Veterans Benefit for Suicide Awareness,
5: oh yeah, that's- that
7: is actually by a good friend of mine by the name of Jamie Alcorn, and this is her first event, and she's trying really hard. There's not a whole lot of Akron bands around, so if there's any Akron bands listening that want to jump on the show and help out, we don't care if you headline. We don't care where you play in the set list. It's up to you. Um, we're not going to get mad about it. None of the other bands on the show are going to get mad about it. We would rather have more people there and uh, raise a lot more awareness about this. Besides, the uh, the whole point of the benefit is to try and raise awareness, raise money. Um, so the more people we have there, the better. But it's $5 at the door. It's uh, Friday, October 13th, which just so happens to be uh, my birthday. So that's going to be fun when we get done with that. We're going to head over also another show going on at Music Links is uh, Michael Graves of the uh, Misfits with makeup and a full band. Um, so we'll be heading over to that afterwards. And when Michael gets done, um, we'll be hanging out for a little bit and pretty much prepping the stage for the big uh, shebang over 14th, 17th Halloween uh she- psychosis show
5: by the way i, I just got to make a suggestion to, to you guys too since you're doing something for the veterans uh i've right now uh, i've got a slogan going on i'm pretty sure in the military you've heard off your ass and on your feet well how about uh, yeah. right, right now we need to say off your knees and on your feet
7: hey i, I can understand where you're coming from on that and i think it's uh <laughs> very agreeable um the whole NFL protest thing. I, I, I mean, if, if you want, let to get the politics uh, on the phone. If you want to know my opinion on a lot of things, and it's not just politics; it's just life in general. Um, it's uh, you know how money makes the world go around, how people are chosen to fight other people's wars, things like that. Uh, I have nothing but respect. My grandfather was a Marine. Um, several other people I know were Marines. Uh-huh and military cops uh we we have Damon in the band who was in the service Justin in the band who was in the service and is a purple heart um uh if you want my opinion on all that read the lyrics to Spineless and try and follow along when you listen to the song and you'll uh, cuz i i've never hit so many subjects in one song like that, like, every verse is completely different other than the course
5: yeah awesome
7: but and it's a real marionette too on your feet actually uh it definitely makes sense. it definitely makes sense especially if you think about the uh the suicide awareness part of it you know so um yes. obviously we're honored to, to play that show being that we, we have veterans that are, <coughs> a lot of us have dealt with uh being around suicide almost our whole
2: lives
5: uh, uh bulldog we kept you quiet <laughs> i know you got more questions
2: yes what up, Bulldog? Uh, how you doing, mate? So, the, what's the craziest thing that has ever happened to you on stage or on tour?
6: Uh, Hold on, that's, that's a lot to go through, man. Gonna have to give me a minute on that one. How, you got, Chris, you got one on you? I got, you
7: got one on here. People will probably be like, what? No, he didn't. Yeah, I soiled my <laughs> fucking in the second song and finished my damn set. My name is Jeff. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
6: yeah. Yeah. My name is My name is That's
7: uh,
6: that's actually an inside joke. That little get right there. Um, it'd be tough to explain. I don't know if I want to explain it, but <laughs>
4: I don't think.
7: think set it up. <laughs> It was a decent show. It was at a place called the Palomino in uh, Spokane, Washington. And it was uh, it was a sweet venue. The outside of it looks like a uh, pretty much like a pyramid. And the owner was also the uh, sound guy. It was great. We had a, a bunch of people come in to do the, some video interviews with us and stuff, to where you know uh, it, it went over really well. And then they were gonna film our whole set. And here we are, second song in, and I go to leap, and yep, sure as fucking shit. So. That's probably the craziest thing that's happened to me on tour, uh, any show, period. I finished my set. You know what? I,
6: I, I love, I love uh, when
5: we ask that question because we get a different answer every time.
6: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, this, it's continuous, man. You know? Bulldog. If you ever want to live an adventurous life, become a band member. There you go. <laughs>
7: Bulldog go on tour, they said. It'll be fun, they said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, okay. No, it, was. it was
6: a
5: blast. Bulldog, I'm willing Mine's to. Mine's not as embarrassing. Oh, no, okay, ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead.
6: <laughs> oh, okay. Mine's not as embarrassing, but we're in Colorado, okay? And uh, me and have we don't have a vast history, so I didn't get this picture. Until afterwards, but basically, one of one of our fans gave us about you know about fifty five doobies, as well as three trays of edibles, uh, consisted of golden grams, what was it, uh, fruit loops, and chocolate rice krispies. And even before I said, I had a handful of each, you know, of of the cereal, and smoked about two good doobies. And I can say this because it's legal in Colorado. And, uh, so after the set, I'm still feeling pretty good. I thought I was sober and I just, you know, was munching on these golden grams and it was a vicious cycle. You see, I would get the munchies because I was getting high and I was getting high because I had the munchies. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <I love it. laughs> and we didn't have anything I do to eat So I just subconsciously picked at the Golden grams. I must have had a half a sheet It's a cookie sheet, mind you <laughs> A half a sheet of that Two handfuls of the other stuff And by this time, six freaking smoking circles And here I am, I'm trying to load this trailer Help load this trailer And I'm just in there And I swear to God, you would have thought I was in a boat because Hal was walking back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> so later on that night, our roadie, we call him Dustpan, is pretty much putting my honor on the line if I don't continue to eat these golden grams. So he's forcing me to eat these golden grams, basically, and I'm sitting there falling for his, his freaking shenanigans, not realizing what he was doing. So I was, needless to say, I was already fucking gone. (laughs) So later on in the morning after I woke up from passing out, I don't know when or where, but I woke up and I swear to God, I took about maybe a fucking 10 minute fucking piss. And immediately after that piss, I felt something grumble in my stomach and I fucking just started vomiting green. I thought I was going to die. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then for the next three days, I couldn't look at weed, I couldn't touch weed, I couldn't nothing. I just, I would just start, I I, I would turn green at the side of it over the next three days. So that was my, that was one of my experiences. <laughs> wow. Well,
5: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to tell you, I'm willing to bet because when we first interviewed these guys, years ago we weren't doing the stumpers but uh, I have a feeling especially Chris is gonna be able to knock it out of the park
2: I think so all right done done
5: all right put on your put on your thinking cap now stumper question oh shit (laughs) all right first one say you had the opportunity to do a duet with uh, someone of your choice or Work with a producer of your choice, uh, someone in the music industry of any genre. You had the opportunity to work with, past or present. Who would it be?
7: Dime bag Daryl.
5: What did I say? He's gonna knock it out of the park. He said it without hesitation.
7: (laughs) It
2: was one. It was a good
5: one. (laughs) All right, go ahead, Bulldog.
2: Okay, so this this is a funny one. So bear with me, okay? So you're in an elevator, okay? And the most sexiest woman you've ever met in your life is standing right in front of you. And the elevator is kind of full with people, but she's there in front of you. Do you slowly lean forward and pinch her ass or... Do you blame it on somebody else? As she turns around to slap you,
4: Damon, you want to <laughs> yes or <and> no? <laughs>
6: <laughs> the one is the most sexy one in the world, and I'm going to pinch her ass. I'm I'm not going to let that possibility pass me by. And no, because I would take the blame because maybe she's kinky too.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I would pinch your ass and blame it on Damon and Duck as <laughs> you.
2: Billy. We need our hardest the stumpers. They are knocking these motherfuckers out of the park. Uh,
4: okay, I'm going to go ahead.
5: I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to throw. I'm going to throw the second stumper at them. All right, psychosis makes it big, really big, and you've got a big tour nationwide, even international. Perhaps you have three opening slots for a band or musician to open for you. Who do you pick and why? Any genre, past or present.
7: Any genre, past or present, national or local. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Pink Floyd, Pantera, I mean, yeah. and Kniption Fit.
5: <laughs> what was that
7: again? Pink Floyd, Panther and Kniption Fit.
5: Damn. No hesitation. No hesitation.
6: Kwan, Lindsey Sterling, and Metal Mafia. (laughs)
5: There you go. There you go. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I know that uh, when you were talking with Billy Bolt on his show, that's when uh, you were coming out this way, coming out west, and you went into Spokane, Washington, and parts of California. Uh, When can you expect a tour like that again?
7: Uh, I believe somewhere between March and May is it going to be the next tour.
6: You've got to yeah. come. To, I think uh, you've got to come to if Idaho. If memory yeah. serves sort of me correctly,
7: we have some shows already lined up. I, I think he said April. Yeah, Mr. Uh, drums has been working on that. Time, April was last time. So we're looking at March or May this time. Okay. I what time you said. Well, March, yeah. But I think, I think it, it was March. I think it's a little bit sooner this time. Yeah. Well, We're pretty much going to spend the winter uh, working on new stuff and getting ready to do uh, get some solos, uh, get some singles out there because we're not stopping just because we released Drowning. We're we're just going to keep on going and just keep pumping them out and keep pumping them out. And uh, Mm -hmm. hopefully, it's going to be a couple shocks in between with uh, some of the things that we're doing between shows and songs. And uh, just we're working on a video. We have one in script. Two? Yeah, music video, so, man,
5: I can't wait. Two, well, there, there's two specific venues though that you've got to inform us on if you make them to. One would be uh, Killer Tacos in Dallas, Texas. If, is that right, Bulldog?
2: Or yeah, it's uh, Kill, Killer Tacos in, in Denton, or uh, either anywhere in Dallas.
5: Or if, especially if uh, you're playing Diamonds Event Center. In Jerome, Idaho. Then you got to let me know because that's only ten miles from me.
7: Diamonds in. uh, You said what part of Idaho? Jerome. Jerome. Yes. We'll talk to Tommy and see if we can't make that happen, man.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And
7: then you said uh, Uh, Killer Tacos
2: in any part of any part of Dallas. Yeah, either in in, uh, Killer Tacos in Denton or any anywhere in Dallas.
6: Yeah, we're definitely playing uh, in Dallas this upcoming March. We got about four shows in Texas.
2: Very cool. So, do you know where in Dallas you'll be playing? No, I do not. Cool. Not offhand, because hey, yeah. I'm in Dallas, Texas. So, okay. We will have to hang out.
5: <laughs> Most definitely. For
6: sure, but. And, uh Give me the VIP time on the bus.
5: <laughs> oh,
6: yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Here's uh
5: one of my final questions uh, that uh, that I definitely like answering or asking, excuse me, <laughs> but
8: uh,
5: <laughs> say say some kids approach you ages fifteen to early twenties, telling you that uh, they're getting ready to start a band. What advice do you think you could give to them?
7: Don't fucking do it <laughs> <laughs> No, in all seriousness, uh, just uh, stay true to yourself, don't let this business eat you alive, don't fall for people's shit, don't take shit from people, be humble, but be stern, um, just uh, be you, write what you want to write about, don't settle for less, and uh, don't be afraid Most to something all- different, and fucking practice, practice and take lessons, if you think you're too good for lessons or practicing, then just put your fucking instruments down and get real gear, that's probably another thing, too. And learn how to run a soundboard. That'll probably help you. Um, learn how the business works. I mean, shit. It just, it, the more you know, the better. Because if you come into this uh, blindly, and um, you know, we all know it's supposed to be about the music, and that's number one. But when you start to take it into a business aspect, there are people in this business that will eat you alive like a fucking shark if you're not ready for it. I've been there. I've done yep. it. I've had it happen to me. And that's kind of why I'm an asshole the way that I am now.
6: Good answer. But also communicate with each other. Oh, yeah. When you are in a band. You're in a brotherhood. It is literally a brotherhood. If you cannot trust one another in the band, that don't band will not work.
7: It ends badly. Yeah,
6: that too. And but the you know don't um. And if it, if it had happened prior to you guys being in the band, you you make sure that shit's under the table, man. <laughs> <laughs>
5: All right. Uh, Bulldog, any final questions?
2: Yes, I have one final question. If you could substitute for any band member in the world, who would you substitute for?
7: Saying as in, who would would you fill in for?
6: Yes. Well, we are are looking for rhythm guitarists, so... We wouldn't have to substitute for anybody right now, per se. No, 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 no,
7: no, no, no. That's not what he's a- he's asking. What what musician would you? I, I know what feel. he's asking. I was being a smart-ass there, Dick. <laughs>
4: oh, okay, <laughs> Apple, sorry. Come <laughs> on.
2: Now just remember, your ass is smart. It talks shit for itself occasionally. <laughs>
7: Uh, it's okay as long as you don't assume things. It just makes an ass out of you and me, you know. So, <laughs> just, I
6: would honestly like to have Slash as a fellow guitarist in our band. Good choice, From Guns and Roses.
7: Yeah, yeah. Slash. For a second, I thought yeah, Slash. But so I was like, what the fuck, Slash? Oh. <laughs> pretty ridiculous, dude. You, Tommy, wouldn't be able to keep. None of us would be able to keep up if we had Slash as our guitarist, <laughs> right? <laughs> We already got Scooby Doo. I mean, come that on! Cool. That should be pretty cool. Um, I don't know. I guess if I could, if I could fill in for anybody, man, that that's a question. That's a damn question. Um. Hmm. I guess it would probably have to be uh, Chad Gray.
5: There you With go. Either,
7: either either Mudvayne or uh, Hell Yeah album one.
5: There you go. (laughs) I
7: like
5: that. All right. Well, I want to thank you guys very much for joining the show. And uh, before we go to our first music set, which is going to consist of five songs by Psychosis, some old, some new. Uh, Before we get to that, uh, why don't you guys give yourselves a plug. Where can people find you on social media? Where can they find your music, whether it be Spotify, iTunes, Reverb Nation, all that good shit.
7: All right. Well, uh, we are Psychosis from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, You can find us on uh, psychosismetal.com, facebook.com slash psychosis uh, or psychosis official. I believe we're probably on Twitter somewhere too. uh, Hashtag psychosis. S-Y-K-O-S-I-S. We are on iTunes, Spotify, I believe, Pantora. I've heard that we're on XM. Um, I know that we are also available at your local favorite bar on your local touch tunes. So play that stuff and give me 10 cents. Um, we're know, also on I YouTube. Psycho is Ohio. Yes. Uh, YouTube. Where right we also have Ohio. a brand, we have, yeah,
6: brand new video for wishing you nothing but the worst is among our, uh,
7: yeah, that's on there. Um, then there's, uh, what, ReverbNation.com slash uh, PsychosisOhio also? Or is it Yeah, that's,
6: it's kind of Psychosis, outdated,
7: though. Yeah, we we need to update some stuff, but uh, pretty much yeah. Facebook and uh, PsychosisMetal.com is the way to go. PsychosisMetal.com, we have our full online store where you can purchase everything from hoodies to shot glasses to all of our albums, um, hats, uh, fingerless gloves, beer mugs, various <laughs> t-shirts, booty shorts, uh, thongs, wristbands. Sliders,
6: and pins, uh, tags.
7: Name it, we got it. And if we don't have it, we'll have it soon enough. Um, but yeah, that's probably the best way to go. would be psychosismetal.com. You can see our online store. You can purchase tickets to any of our upcoming events. Um, and not have to worry about the extra fees that you will face with, uh, Ticket Web, Ticketmaster, or any other third party uh ticket service. Um we have all of our upcoming shows on there. Um and I pretty much believe that's it. Uh dot com or um <laughs> Facebook would probably be the best bet on how to find us. Um our seat yeah. is also available at uh Best Buy, um, what online a few other places, online, pretty much anywhere. Yeah. Um, and if you ever want to just chat and say hello, just, uh, you know, hit up the band page and
6: <laughs>
7: ask your well, questions good or Say whatever the hell you want to say. Tell us we suck. Tell us we're awesome. Whatever you want to say. We appreciate all the feedback and, uh, we usually respond.
5: All so. right. Well, once all again, right. thank you very much for your time here on the show. And I want to wish you the best, best of luck in your future endeavors. And when I make it back up that way, because I got friends, actually, I got family up in the Ashtabula area. So when I come back to visit, I got to catch a show.
6: I hope we get to make it too,
5: man. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, oh, No, there it's no question about it. I'm going to. It's just a matter <laughs> of when.
7: Right. It's exactly. a matter of when. Yes. It is your destiny. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, yeah, man. Well, I can't wait till you make it back up here. Thank you so much for having us. Um, Bulldog's been awesome. Thank you guys for the stump questions. Uh, You know, at least two of them I had to to think about for a minute. But they were good questions. They were original. This has been uh, a lot of fun. Hope to do it again with you guys sometime soon, maybe uh, with a new single or uh, some other special things after you hear about what happens at the Halloween show or some of the videos people post. Because uh, it's going to be pretty epic, man. Uh, October 14th, mark your damn calendars. It's, shit's going down. Music links. Better on Lake Ohio, 7965 Plains Road. I think it's available through Metal Mafia, Conniption Fit, Alone and Waiting, making their debut. Uh, measures, Slaughter of the Meridian, um, Black Mountain Rose, um, who the hell am I saying? Syringe. And there's one more band that for some reason I can't freaking think of right now. Uh, but we pretty much all have tickets. You can buy them online at psychosismetal.com. Other than that, uh, you guys have been fucking awesome, amazing. Thank you so much. i got to go have sex. Get Psycho. Uh,
5: Take care, guys.
7: You too. All
5: right. With that said, we're going to hit our first music set, five songs by Psychosis. When we come back, well, we we got uh, more crazy shit to talk about, so we'll be back after this.
3: This is the kind of thing that just tickles my balls. You're listening to Outlaw Radio, and if you don't agree with our opinions, then fuck your mother.
0: paper cupcake holder turning that delicious cupcake into well we have the solution for you new from the stereo sparkles food labs weasel school and UHW bill's kitchen it's edible cupcake holders now you never have to worry about tasting paper again Just mix in the edible cupcake holder powder in with your cupcakes, put it in the oven with the cupcakes, and in 45 minutes, you will have either a tasty cupcake holder... Ooh, that was tasty. ...or just a big mess, and you have to go back to using paper holders and the forehead all over again. (laughs) It's edible cupcake holders. Now available from stereo dust particles for only $19.99 a box, and available over the most of these SVP locations...
4: Nationwide. The world is hell, but we have a chance to start over in the rubble. But first there has to be rubble, be rubble, be rubble, be rubble. rubble. Ranger. Yeah.
1: Awaits you if you've ever dreamed of being a radio disc jockey, newscaster, sportscaster, or production director. It's one of those rare times in history where positive change is waiting for you. American Broadcasting School Incorporated, one of the most successful and best-known broadcasting institutions of its kind, presents your window of opportunity now. Now, you can train in fully-equipped broadcast studios with instructors evaluating your on-air assignments as you do them. Plus, there's job placement assistance upon graduation. This is a nationally accredited institution that's ready to help you take your first steps into your new future. There has never been a more exciting time to be in the world of broadcasting. And financial aid is available for those who qualify. American Broadcasting School. The number one way of entering broadcasting for over 33 years. You're just a phone call away from the career you've always dreamed
4: of.
3: Hey there. If you love your rock and talk raw, uncut Unfiltered, uncensored, and unsified. Check out the Jay and Brody Show with hosts Jay and Brody Z every Monday at 8 p.m. Central on Asgard Radio. Two average Joes get together, drink up, engage in witty banter and sh talking and play the best in 80s, 90s, and 2000s metal, grunge, new wave, punk ska, and alternative music. Anything goes! You can also listen on demand and contact the show at jbrodyshow.com. The material may not be suitable for children under 18. Remember, that's Monday nights, 8 p.m. Central on Asgard Radio, the Shay and Brody Show. What more needs to be said? Americans are builders,
7: improving on the old and creating something better. But every brick we lay has a foundation. And that foundation is the freedom to speak out, to be able to dare and to criticize and to think. Freedom of speech is the solid ground on which our nation lays, and without it, the structure of America cannot stand. Never forget the First Amendment. Never forget the ground on which we stand. This message brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation and the Broadcast Education Association.
3: Tattoo artists and fans unite at the Battlefield Tattoo Expo. October 20th through October 22nd at the Eisenhower Complex in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. See and experience the awesome works of talented tattoo artists. Tattoo Contest, too. Doors open at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, Friday, October 20th, 12 noon Eastern Time, Saturday and Sunday, October 21st and 22nd. Artists involved in the Expo include Buzz Brand, Carl Hess, Andy Locke, the Fallen Saints Tattoo Studio, and Josiah Skinny Morden. Vendors include Hollywood Macabra, Christopher Fox Photography, and Wicked Witchy Designs. The Battlefield Tattoo Expo is sponsored by Added Up Digital, Gettysburg Trading Post, Battlefield Harley-Davidson, and Hawk Designs under the age of 18 will be tattooed and or pierced at this event. Get more info at BattlefieldTattooExpo.com. Like the Expo's Facebook page at Facebook.com forward slash Battlefield Tattoo Expo. The Battlefield Tattoo Expo at the Eisenhower Complex, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, USA.
4: you're overcoat. Fuck
3: the shit, fuck the
4: fucking shit,
3: fuck shit. You're listening to Outlaw Radio. Now buy a sewing machine, take it home, and cram.
4: It up
5: your ass fuck shit, shit is fuck shit. Welcome back to outlaw radio and the songs you just heard by the way, great interview with the band members of psychosis. thank you guys very much big shout out to them. You just heard five songs by psychosis kicking the set off with drowning in silence and then that was followed by the trenches. Then Spineless Marionette. That was followed by Deja Vu and topping the set off with Betrayers.
9: What, have, what um, Billy, what happened to Derek singing here?
5: Uh, we'll get to that later.
9: <laughs> uh, welcome to Texas <laughs> Board. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Texas Board. My name is Rajesh.
5: <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, we're coming to a point in the show. Where we're going to be. Uh, we got to get. We got to get serious now. Uh, Sunday night, I was. I was just doing stuff on my computer, and I get a message from Chris saying some shit's going down in Las Vegas, and he's sending me news links. And I just can't believe what the fuck's going on. It was c- kind of that same shock that I had the morning of nine eleven. And of course, uh, I just I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. I immediately thinking that you know I lived in Las Vegas for five years, so I know a lot of people there. And I'm wondering, hopefully, my friends aren't aren't at the Mandalay Bay. Turned out, two of them were shot. I mean, there were about five friends of mine at the at that concert. Two of them were shot. One of them suffered like a mere flesh wound to the shoulder, arm area, or somewhere. The other one took a serious shot to the knee area. And with a high-powered rifle like that, there's you get shot in the knee. There's no keeping that leg. Mm-hmm. And yes, he nope. yes he has to. Uh, he had to have his leg amputated.
9: Oh damn.
2: That's uh, that's that's fucked up. I mean, the whole situation in Vegas was just absolutely fucking ridiculous. It really was.
9: Um, I I couldn't believe what I was seeing when I was told about it. I couldn't, and I turned to the news. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. My first
5: thought too was, is this another Islamic outrage? Yeah, I mean that was my that's first right. thought. And no, you know, I'm not trying to say that to offend any Muslims or anything. It's just that. There's a lot of that shit going on. Just turns out to be another Dylan Roof, or nobody knows what this idiot's motivation was. He just was unhappy or something, and uh,
2: wanted to go on a killing spree. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, it's a tough situation, but and and, and here, here's the thing: they say that the guy acted alone. There was no way in hell that he could act alone on that scale. There's there's no way in hell. Um,
9: well, when you're, I mean, it, it kind of is because, I mean, because he was, he was not at the concert on ground level. He was shooting from the Mandalay Bay, which is well, a ways yeah. away, and he was high up.
5: So I think he was, I have to disagree with you a little bit, bulldog. I think he was acting alone. He, I mean, no one will ever know what his intentions really were other than he was a sick, disturbed individual.
2: I, uh, he was, he was well, and, uh, sick and disturbed. I mean, to do something at that level, um, and uh, I, you know, it, it just doesn't bear thinking about, um, you yeah, but my thoughts and prayers go to out, out to everybody that, uh, Was involved in 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 that, you know, because it was one fucking horrific thing. And again, like you were talking about, you know, you woke up, uh, um, you had that same feeling about, you know, for this than you did with nine eleven. I again, I woke up to this news. I, you know, turned on the TV, and that's the first thing I saw.
5: You know, and uh, already. Um, you know, I I I had some thoughts too. That could have happened at the M Resort while during Rock in the Spring, for all we knew, because cause, uh, that's a high enough place to where that uh, an attack like that could have been executed. You know, am I going to be am I so? Does that mean I'm going to be afraid and not go to another concert somewhere? Fuck no! I am
2: not going to live my life in fear of this shit. Exactly. I mean, I'm not going to waste my breath. I, you see, and see, here's here's the thing. If you think about it, in, in, in all honesty, it was an act of terrorism mm-hmm. because terror terror was ensued. Um, for, for there was there was twenty two thousand people at that that concert, at that show, and it was an act of terror. Now the thing is, I will not bow down to terrorists. Um, and in my opinion, that all these terrorists and fucking ISIS and things like that. They're nothing but cowards. They fight and hide behind everything every they can find.
4: Mm-hmm. A real
2: man fights with his fists. Yes. Come, at me, come at me with a fist and see what happens. Terrorists are cowards because they, you know, it's, see, this could go on um, and I'm not going to get, this, this could take a different turn. And I know, I know, Outlaw Radio. It has its tagline, is controversy at its best, but for the most part, I'm keeping quiet because things could take a weird turn. I just,
9: um,
5: you there, know, this. I just, just got to get into get into this too. You know, when you talked about whether or not this was an act alone, when I when I was 14 years old. There there was this man with, uh, I guess, his biggest thing was his whole life. You know how kids get when they don't get their way and they go into tizzy fits or whatnot?
2: Yeah, a temper he, tantrum. He,
5: this, this man I'm about to talk about grew up never outgrowing that stage. If he didn't get his way, all hell would break loose. Yeah. And
10: uh, I don't know what his
5: motivation was, but he took... An AK-47 to a school and just shot up a school, kind of like uh, Sandy Hook. This was in Stockton, yeah. California, back in 1989. Oh my god! Just yeah, just started opening fire at a bunch of kids on the playground at a school.
2: Yeah. and that's that's fucked up in itself, you know. Um,
9: I was reading a report about the Vegas shooting and they have and they said that the room, the two rooms that the gunman was in at the Mandalay Bay will not be available to guests. They will most likely be sealed off. And I'm I'm happy about that. I'm glad because but at the same time you know, I why would you want to go there and stay in the same room that this guy was in?
2: Because there are some sick individuals out there. You know? I mean, I mean,
9: I mean, like, uh, come on, honey, let's let's go and stay in the same this guy's same room and see if we can get as fucked up as he did. Or um, you know, there,
5: I mean, it's that just goes along the same lines as uh, you know, you get somebody who wants to sleep in the. Uh, in in, uh, Lincoln's room in the White House, you know, because there have been reports that uh, Lincoln haunts the White House.
8: Yeah. Mm.
5: You know, and then, you know, people who want to go certain places in Salem, Massachusetts, you know, for trying to seek out uh, what's going on there. Even Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, where the tattoo convention is, is a place that's supposed to be haunted as
2: well. Yeah. I just, I mean, to me, it, there, there is, I don't know. There, there's been stories and theories about about uh, uh, this whole week about this situation, and you know, I've, I've spoken to a few people about you know different opinions and stuff like that. But they, here's the thing: the guy was a fucking idiot. Um, and there was reports. There was actually reports that the guy actually bought guns. Here, here in Texas, a few miles away from where I live, um, and they actually interviewed the owner of the gun store that the, he was he bought the guns at, um, and the, the the owner said he, he was in sound mind and body. There was no indication of um, you know mental illness or anything. But here's the thing: you could I could walk in and Acts normal you know and a guy with a mental illness can actually still look and sound normal you know, it, i mean well I mean,
5: there there's here's a fictional example of that just what just look at uh, norman bates watch psycho yeah. whether whether you watch uh i, I wouldn't recommend the the Bates Motel uh, show on TV or some watch the original psycho
8: yeah.
5: trilogy with Anthony Perkins. He acted completely normal. I mean, that's a fictional character, Yeah, but, but it's a good example to look at.
2: Yeah. It, I mean, it, I agree. I totally agree with you, but I don't know. I've, I've watched all the videos and I've watched all the, the news feeds that they've had all this week. Um, and it's, it's terrific. It really is horrific, um, and and here's the thing. Um, if this happened in England, if, if something like this happened in, in this Scotland, in 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 England, they wouldn't be able to handle it. They would not know how to handle it. Um, and here's, here's the thing: we don't we don't really know how to handle anything like this. You know, how do you process this shit? I mean.
5: Good example. Also, the recent terror attacks in Manchester and London.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's bombs. That's not guns. Um, it, I suppose in one sense it's the same thing, but to the scale of, of this, no, it, 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 it's a fucked up situation, and it, it it's heartbreaking. But I don't know. I just It's weird. To me but.
5: yeah and let me ask you guys this what you know okay, and some of the fucked up things you know I was watching a video and as as I just stated, my mind was toward my friends are they okay are people okay
4: yeah.
5: Hillary Clinton ta- starts to starts going on about gun control a guy from your neck of the woods bulldog who I've hated. Ever since he's, he's stepped into the liberal media, Piers Morgan starts running his fucking mouth. I can't stand that asshole.
2: It's okay. I can't stand that asshole either. Um. And
5: uh, then that, that woman from CBS who deserved to get fired for saying country music fans deserve no, it, no sympathy because they're gun-toting Republicans
2: yeah i um i actually read that and she didn't deserve to get fired she really did um but i just you know every i mean everybody has an opinion um and everybody i don't know it's it's a fucked up situation but i mean i just i mean for me the guy there's no way in hell that a guy like that could act alone i mean because If you look at the videos, have have you seen any of the videos for for this?
5: I've seen a little bit, yes. I I really don't care to watch a whole lot of it.
2: Well, no, I mean, I haven't either, but there's – the videos that I've seen, the 32nd floor is where the windows are blown out. You can plainly see the windows are blown out. But the muzzle flashes are coming from the 12th floor, not the 32nd. And there's so many stories. just for the whole this whole week has been nothing but news stories and and theories and shit like that. But yeah, it's it's a it's a fucking for me it's it's an interesting story and and theories, but you know it's a serious situation. It really is. I mean, somebody somebody made a point the other day about gun control. And you know they should should they change gun control and stuff like that, and they made an opinion that the, uh, they will never control, they will never change the uh, the laws on gun control. If they would not change the laws after Sandy Hook, they will never change the laws after this.
5: Well, here's my my thing on the on the whole situation is I am all I am all for the Second Amendment, you know. I, you know, my my family, we've uh, we've all grown up as hunters, and uh, you know, I think it's ridiculous in England that you can't have a handgun, but yeah. I I do agree. There's there's there should be a law. You know, there 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 has to be a line right there. You don't need an AK forty seven or an M sixteen Uzi or something like that. You don't need that
2: shit. Exactly, you don't. I mean, I mean, everybody has the right to bear arms. That's that's the you know uh, the se- uh, second constitution, if I, uh, the second amendment. That's if I'm, if I'm, that's correct. Yes. If that's right, yeah. Okay. I mean, I can I can understand that everybody has a right to bear arms, but there should be that fine line they don't cross. I mean, there should be there should be that line of how many guns you're allowed to have on you know and stuff like that but we could go on and on and on and i don't want to do that because i don't want to piss off the wrong people
5: but but you, you know what fact of the matter is though is this man had guns that civilians should not have
2: that's true that's true i mean you know it's like me going See, when you buy a gun, I mean, you you get checked out by the FBI and and shit like that. So, see, and here's the thing: when I when I got my license, when I done all my training and everything like that to to carry an, a firearm for uh, from for my job, I had to I had to be checked out by the FBI, the CIA, and Every government body you can think of, because I was uh from another country, I had to go through those checks. I had to go through special training to get to get that and, See, and there
5: there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with owning a thirty odd six deer rifle, nothing wrong with having a pump action twelve gauge you know or uh or a 357 6 gun which i believe even in england even revolvers are illegal if i'm not mistaken
2: yeah uh, any type of handgun is is illegal in england um you know a, a rifle a rifle um you have to have a license for uh, a shotgun and uh, rifle. That's a rifle yeah you can only use that for hunting purposes
5: now I'm gonna, i going to, I want to tell a brief story here. You guys may get a kick out of this too, but well, with a, you know, with a shotgun, a pump action shotgun, that sound when you cock the pump action is a very intimidating sound.
2: Uh, oh, totally.
5: Yes. Well, about, uh, oh, it's, this was back in 1999, so almost 20 years ago when I was working at a casino in northern Nevada. There was somebody there who I did not like. And yes, I was talking shit about him. And he walked up to me and threatened me saying, I know where you live. If you don't stop talking shit about me, I'm going to come, come over, kick down your door, and, and I'm going to beat your ass. And I said, Wesley... You do that, and you see what happens. And sure enough, one day, one night, I was asleep. It was probably two or three in the morning. He's pounding at the door, saying, "Open up, we need to talk." I grabbed my twelve gauge, stood by the door. It was unloaded because uh, I I had no intentions of shooting him. But I wanted to. My first, my first uh, thing I wanted to do was scare the fuck out of him. Yeah. So. I st- I stood by the door and cocked that pump action. And he went away. If he was going to proceed to bust down my door, he was going to get that gun stock right in his face.
2: <laughs> so, yeah. I know, I mean I totally agree with that, but um I do I do want to say on on this note that uh guys if I've said the wrong thing on this subject or pissed anybody off, then I totally apologize.
5: No, you you haven't. You haven't, uh, you know yeah. this, but uh, you know I I definitely want to move on because uh, you know I do want to watch how much time we're going over because if that wasn't enough for uh, a La- lot when when Las Vegas suffered tragedy, the very next day, yeah. rock and roll takes a low blow. As mm-hmm. I'm reading, I'm reading. Uh, on facebook, the people's statuses I hope Tom Petty's okay and i look at look it up, look him up on Google, and I see that he died, but uh, they kind of broke that news a little too soon, but given the yeah, condition they, they that uh, to, yeah, given the condition that he was he was on life support, given the mm-hmm. condition that he was on life support and uh he uh you know, I I just kind of felt that it w- it was a matter of time.
2: Yeah, well,
5: Yeah. And, uh, you know, keeping fingers crossed that he was going to make it, but actually prepared for the worst because it, uh, at that point you just kind of saw it coming.
8: And, yeah.
5: And, uh, you know, I didn't like Tom Petty when I first listened to him. I didn't but uh, you know as uh, i said on rock and waves when uh, chris and i decided to go on the air mm-hmm. i said you know and then i discovered he was with the traveling woolberries and he uh, you know he i i listened to more and more of his stuff and i started i started to become a fan and uh, you know and then uh, i've always been a fan of stevie nicks I mean, at least when when mm-hmm. I was when I was younger, I liked looking at her too. I, <laughs> I saw, I, who did I, it? <laughs> and I saw the du- I heard the duet that uh, Tom Petty did with uh, Stevie Nicks, and I I thought their voices just sound s- so different, but yet they harmonize together so well.
2: Mm.
5: Yeah. I
2: don't know and here's the thing I mean Tom Petty wasn't exactly wasn't very big in England he only heard uh, one or two of his songs but I mean so for me it was kind of like okay you know it's, it's it's a tragedy but I really didn't know his music very much
5: Yes Oh no Chris this is this is your line of favorites uh, when it comes to the type of music you listen to Yeah
9: yeah Uh, You know, the past couple of the past few days, um, we've been getting overrun with uh, requests for Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers and even the Traveling Wilburys and um, seeing uh, I mean, first, when I saw the original breaking news that he had died. I was like, oh, God, not another one, not another death. And then, but then right after that, to see that they basically um, retracted it and they spoke too soon, I'm like, okay, you know, what the fuck is going on? And then, and to find out later on that it was indeed official that he did pass away, it was just, uh, I mean, it, it was... You know, man,
5: it, I needless know. to say, it. it uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers finally lived up to their name that day.
9: <laughs> yeah. Pun yeah. intended. I mean, yeah, I pun agree. intended. They lived up to their name right. indeed. They broke a lot of hearts that day. And um, what was... Even uh, what I believe it was in his final interview that he gave, he said that this that working keeps me alive, that touring keeps him alive, and he was in the middle of a tour, as a matter of fact.
2: Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, his
5: this was his retirement party, if I'm not mistaken.
9: Um, not sure, but yeah, it was, oh man. Also, uh,
2: comedian, uh, Ralphie May passed away too. Yeah. It
9: was 40. It was the 40th anniversary tour.
2: I mean, I don't know if he, if he was
5: healthy, I kind of doubt he'd be retiring.
9: Um, I, I highly
5: doubt it. The man, the man loved what, uh, what he did. Yeah. And
9: yeah. uh and according to what I'm seeing on their Wikipedia page, which leaves a lot to be desired, um they um it seems that the Heartbreakers are going to continue on with the tour, I don't know how, but
5: they'll do and, something. I uh, I think uh, they just want to maybe they're doing something that Tom would have wanted them to do.
9: Yeah, and you know what? I just saw this, um, and I did not know this at all. Tom Petty was a character on King of the Hill.
5: Yeah, I did know that, and I did
9: um, not know. I did not know that.
5: And he was he was also featured uh, in The Postman with uh, Kevin Costner. It wasn't exactly a cameo, but it wasn't a very he didn't get uh, that much screen time either.
9: It was Elroy uh, Kleinschmidt. <laughs> is was Tom Petty's character, nickname was Lucky. Um says here, Lucky is Luann's itinerant but generally benign redneck husband and is the father of Luann's child. It is often hard for Lucky to hold down a job. He lives on the remainder of the $53,000 settlement monies he received after slipping on PP at the Costco, <laughs> having had a portion of his spine fused. Um, he was nicknamed Lucky after the settlement windfall. After he spent a majority of his money customizing his truck, his finances dwindled down to $9,000 but regained another $53,000 when an ambulance-chasing lawyer paid off Lucky to avoid a lawsuit. But uh, Peggy tried very hard to break him and Luann apart, but after Luann's pregnancy was revealed, she and Hank reconciled the two, giving them a shotgun wedding at Lucky's request. He's also one of the guitarists for John Redcorn's band Big, uh, Big Mountain Fudge Cake. Although <laughs> dim In some aspects, Lucky has learned some facets such as basic math through life experience as opposed to formal education and was astute enough to deduce that his father-in-law spent time in jail, whereas Luann believed the story that he works on an oil rig. He yearned to receive his GED, but only to prove he was good enough to marry Hmm. Luann. And the daughter... the. Lucky and Luann's daughter. Luann originally wanted to name her Lasagna. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, given uh, to- the amount of time we have, the interview earlier took a little bit longer than expected, though. Um, I want to go ahead and go to our uh, next music set, which is uh, five songs. If they're not by Tom Petty, they feature Tom Petty. So. Yes. So without uh, any further ado, on that we'll be back after this. Rest in peace, Tom Petty. You will
6: be missed. How dare you? And who in the hell fuck do you think
3: you are? You're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we're proper gentlemen because we always ask. You, you ask...
6: really know how to waste a Cialis, don't you? You're abusing my fans.
0: I got into rock and roll at age 10. I was collecting records, rock and roll records, not rock. This was rock and roll. The roll designates a swing. There's a swing in the roll. And uh, in 1964, the Beatles came. I had my eyes opened like so many others, and I joined. The Conspiracy to Put Black Music on the Popular White Radio. And rock and roll goes on. Outlaw Radio remembers Tom Petty.
4: Still got something to say. Well, it's alright. Remember to live and live well. It's alright. If you can do it with your skills, well, it's alright. Yes, right. We're
1: going to the
4: end of the earth.
0: Can be yours
3: with help from American Broadcasting School. There are a lot of career possibilities out there. Why just dream it? You can become a radio disc jockey, sportscaster, newscaster, or production director. American Broadcasting School, one of the best known, nationally accredited broadcasting institutions of its kind, can teach you the skills to succeed. Best of all, you'll train from your home computer. Go live on your own internet radio station as instructors evaluate your on air assignments. You'll receive all the instructional materials and software to get you started. Train from home, learn from home. It's that convenient. Plus, American Broadcasting School offers job placement assistance, so you can land the broadcasting career you deserve. ABS has helped thousands of graduates break into the field. And you're next. American Broadcasting School is the nation's number one way of entering broadcasting. Call 888-677-5227 or visit online at radioschoolonline.com. He took an oath to defend the Constitution of the United States of America. By some, he's been called controversial. He is the free American, Clay Douglas. Now, keep in mind that some of my guests have been approached by Homeland Security or FBI saying, why are you going on the Clay Douglas show?
1: My message to those guys, if they're listening this morning, is good morning. Go get a cup of coffee. Maybe you'll learn something.
6: Yeah, sit down. i have always invited you. I hope you come into my lecture. Man, now, you know, we we both took the same oath. To defend the Constitution against
3: all enemies, foreign and domestic. I don't recall there being an expiration date on that. Catch the Free American weekday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. For the podcast and more details, go to freeamerican.com. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18. Ninety-four point nine, the Country Giant and Cranked Up Country welcomes the Colors Couture Believe the Hype Tattoo Festival, featuring tattoo artists from the hit TV show Ink Master, MTV's DJ Drama Diablo, and the industry's favorite Colors Couture sideshows. Get ink! Thirty of the world's best tattoo artists will be at this event, and they are ready for you. Artists like Jabo Scott, James Francis, King Ruck, Spartacus, Beetlejuice, Savannah Wright, and many more. The Colors Couture Tattoo Festival featuring Ink Masters is brought to you in part
7: by Carlsbad Ford Lincoln, Milton's Brewery,
3: Ink
10: Magazine, Heartbreaker. For that, I stopped dragging my heart around a special, uh, song by, uh, Stevie, a duet by Tom Petty and Stevie Nick. and then starting that whole tribute to, uh, Tom Petty and Heartbreakers off with Refugee, and, um, very The Daily Mail claims Valentine Brooks of Morecambe, England, recently got his girlfriend's face and naked chest tattooed on his back. Yeah. Let's just say he's looking to have the tattoo removed. Gomez Zuviria, told her post by email the whistle was stuck between the larynx and the pharynx. Using local anesthesia, Zuviria was She's Very funny. She, and her favorite food to slurp up? Peanut butter. Although Mochi is the current world record holder for longest dog's tongue, so hers isn't the longest ever. That title belongs to a boxer named Brandy who boasted a tongue that stretched a tremendous 17 inches. She died in which is a big penis, a piggyback stripper, mm-hmm. a crying baby mask, a eggplant costume, <laughs> um, a giant douche costume, um, which is not a douche bag, but it's a douche, a uh, sexy remote where one boob is power, and the other is mute. Um... And... yeah. Let me just say, I like it. Uh, Sexy Pink Panther, Skimpy Clown costume, Down for the Count. Now, yes, this is a polarizing costume, but make no mistake, the guy who is down for the count is going to be asked to pose for a hell of a lot of selfies. Uh, because it's basically Dracula costume and there's a girl attached That's right, Uh, Radio KSCR. Correct, Monday at 8 o'clock, Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Nice, very cool, yes. And that's Monday? Yep. Monday, uh, and I still need to send the show out, so... a mountain by the embrace now